I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back. And now it's part two, episode two of the Jonathan Ross special of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. For some reason, as I was going to talk just then, I started to have a sort of idea in my mind about two were saved and how it might go. The Morrissey song, if you'd done it. Come on, let's hear it. Two were saved. Their lives were not paved. That's what I thought, like, as in paved over. That's such a literal one. He wouldn't do a literal one. Okay. He might do. He's very not literal. He's Meat not, is murder. Yeah, but he's not That's worried about dying. Literal. He's worried about being eaten. Well, but, OK, so he's not being entirely literal. How about, but two were saved. They were not enslaved. Not, well, but mm. that's not true. That's they're, quite literal as well. That's very literal. Yeah, they were enslaved. Yeah, um, they were enslaved. <laughs> well, they weren't enslaved. They, they weren't forced to I've seen them work. in your house. They were in a cage. No, they weren't in a cage. They were in an enclosure, David. Well, that's still... That was only because that was... Could they, they wander out? Could they go to Hampstead? No, no they could The pig we've got now did have a little one the other day. He just opened the door and came out to see us. He came up to the house. We used to let the pigs... My version version. Can you actually put some music? I mean, your own music to it. Two were saved. (laughs) Very good. They were charmingly grave. So I've got the. So I've used a key Morrissey word. Well, I can't believe I didn't go for grave. Why did I go for paved? Grave and charming. Yeah, Jonathan, you're thinking about that. I think you think that's good. I think you're thinking. Two were saved. They were not the meaty craved. That's more Bowie. They were friends indeed. (laughs) Got very Bowie. Never mind. Where's the seed in the garden? It grows near the pigs. This is after Bowie was a homosexual artist. This is when very much. I'm going to draw a line over this slightly tedious (laughs) obsession (laughs) you two have with where his dick went. It doesn't matter whether he was straight or gay. This is the song. This is the middle. This is the middle. This is good. It's a good bit. He didn't do middle eight. Didn't he, Morrissey? So, in a way, Morrissey does do middle age. So, you're too muso. No, we don't talk in terms of middle age. You probably understand that. I don't understand that. I, I do understand that. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm going to name drop here. I had dinner with Andrew Lloyd Webber and Lynn Manuel Miranda's recently. Thank you. Wow. And we were talking about the uh, we were talking about time signatures, and they were talking about it wasn't seven eight, it was fifteen sixteen time, yeah. I believe. And it could be anything. Okay, yeah. so you're going to enjoy this story. You probably won't make your podcast there. So I was just saying, what does it mean? Is there? I've I th- had a conversation. With I think it's kind of the sort of signature that's in. Uh, take five. Dum, 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 well, that's actually five, four. four okay, so five, it's, uh, it's yeah, a it's, yeah, but you're right. So or, I pretended, and I kept saying to Andrew, can you explain it to me? And he was trying to explain it, and Lynn Manuel was rolling his eyes. And then um, I went to Andrew Lobeber's birthday party, and there was a performance on stage after. It was a very lovely do, and I'm very fond of Andrew Lobeber, and we're sitting there. And then Tim Minchin's on stage, and he performed a comedy song he'd written for the occasion. At one stage, it mentioned the 15, 16 time signature. And oh, the thing wow. I love about this is Andrew Lloyd Webber made a point of moving his body around, looking at me and go, yes. <laughs> nodding, and as if I was the only other person who got that joke. And I yeah, nodded yeah. back, still didn't know what the fuck he meant. <laughs> yeah. I went, mm-hmm. yeah, we we get this. Yeah, yeah. Was what it 15, club. 16? I imagine it was 
8-7. It was 8-7, which yeah, I've Because Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah, and like, I have had a Twitter conversation about 8-7 in Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Yeah, well, it's apparently there's an 8-7 song in every one of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Yeah, there is. Yeah, Even there the ones no-one's seen, like yeah, Jeeves. Right. See, I didn't realise until recently that Bowie has a cover version on every single one of his albums. Is I didn't realise that. Yeah, I didn't know that. What's the cover version on, on Wind. Uh, ah, they probably wouldn't want it. Word on the Wind is a cover version. Yeah, I know Word on the Wind is. Is there not one on Low, then? No. Um, uh, I was going to ask you uh, what the cover is on Lodger. On Lodger? Is it Look Back in Anger? Oh, no. Uh, is it... Well, is it the one, the Turkish-sounding one? No. Your Assassin? Your no. Assassin, which I really it's like. Do you? God, I like Your Assassin. I like Your Assassin. I don't like Look Back in Anger. When Bowie did that, oh, mate, yeah. I remember, he spoke to me before and he went, doing, uh, doing Look Back in Anger tonight. Yeah. And he was looking at me to be excited and I went, great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I, like, I like Look Back in Anger. It's no, I really like Your Assassin, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Songs. Your Assassin, I'm yeah. not a lonely guy. I think we I don't might, know the lyrics. When you're not allowed guy. to play the actual music, and some people might think that was us playing the actual music. That was so we no, need to be a bit I think they'll realise that it was, yeah. that was Japanese. <laughs> I like your sassy. You still haven't got the kind I don't of know what it is, but I'm not uh, interested in playing these kind of games. It's repetition by the au pairs. I've met, mentioned it before. Oh, right. The, okay. the, the the I can't even remember how repetition goes. Johnny is a man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. He's yeah, bigger yeah. than I haven't listened to Lodger for long. And his overheads are high. Guys, can I. looks right. Okay, it's enough of that. Can I ask you, how on a scale of albums, as young Bowie fans, mm. how excited were you when a new album was coming out and you were really looking forward to that cover? And how disappointed were you that some of the covers weren't a lovely, clear shot of this man you idolised and worshipped? Mm. So, for example, Low, we all loved that cover. Mm. Station to Station, we loved it, but I felt a bit cheated when Low came out because I knew it was from the same period, the photograph, exactly. Yes. Okay, this is from Man of Earth. Lodger, even though I now understand why he went for that, it's a great eyes. I hated it because he looked like Pinocchio lying on the floor. You can't see his also, face. I didn't like his nose being flat. I didn't like his nose being mm. flat. Oh, that really mm. upset me. That upset me too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that recent album, what was the reason that where you used the Heroes cover but Black Daddy's face. Day, right, yeah. that's a cheat. That's yeah, a cheat. Give us a new photograph, Davies. Yeah. Yes. Well, we like be, looking I, at you. I think he was meant to be saying, so we're, oh, this is a new Bowie and you shouldn't be holding Let's back Dance was quite good because he was that was fully boxing. Yeah, but that, that one where it's the blue, where it's the fake Gilbert and George kind of cover with the stained Never glass. Let me down, oh, that was annoying. Yeah, no, there were some terrible covers in the 80s. Obviously. I mean, I heard you say the other day, John, I was like, I must have been listening to you or something, in that, because talking about his look and everything, that you thought, because we're completely opposite here, that the sort of here, like the 1978 hair that Bowie had, which is brilliant on, on the Mark Boland show that we've talked about, which yeah. is sort of, you hated that. Hair. I didn't like, me, I didn't I like, when he came that. out of Heroes, I said, yeah, but you'd like any fucking hair, wouldn't That's you? That's a good point, John. I mean, on yeah. Heroes, I didn't like that look. No, I thought that, he looked too st straight for me. I didn't enjoy yes. that look. He didn't look interesting no, I enough. Think he, or, I think at the time I thought the same, but now I think he looks brilliant. Yeah, I mean, like, no, when, let me just say, I think he always was brilliant. Yes. He, just, even Blue Jean, he looks brilliant. Even Tim Machine. I mean, the period when he didn't, I think he wasn't quite looking as stylish, was um, that, and he still looks stylish, but that late period when he came back, because I met him a few times. Like I showed you that photograph when you came in when I was at the GQ Awards with him, and he's wearing, I think it's an old-school boating suit, but it's a fairly normal yeah, suit. Yeah, it's something a bit, a bit normal. And there's something about him wearing regular fashion. Yes. But there's no question... That I always felt slightly disappointed. That he was yes. trying to be what my son calls a normo, I think, in the, towards that period. Like massive. Mm, I don't know. Enormo. My son says a normo uh, is like a normal. normal. I think he person. was. No, I think what I think was really happening was he's a much older man now, of course, and he was just trying to look good as an old man. And I think he realised yes. that putting on makeup at that stage, he would have looked a bit like Belle Weed in entertaining Mr. Sloan. That would have been grotesque. That would have been a little grotesque. But um, but so let's do the thing that I know you've been dying to do, Jonathan, because I found this. He's already said he doesn't like quizzes. I don't. Well, I, I found mind a quiz. They, I found a quiz on the it's internet. It's normally what simple-minded people do instead of talking. That's yeah, why well, I'm doing but it. But you don't like talking to other people, so you might enjoy it. You've get, you've revealed something of yourself you said you're a hermit you said you, you know I'm not so a this... hermit I never said I was a fucking hermit introvert you said I'm introvert. Introvert. introvert a fucking hermit is a bit who lives hermit. in the cages waiting for enlightenment 
Exactly. That's what I thought. I'm not waiting for enlightenment. I'm two, enlightened. I'm two, woke AF. Two were enslaved. Come on. Two are enslaved. You charmingly two will be grave. Me. You're my you new sure piece. charmingly grave isn't a really good. It's it the ointment on its skin. <laughs> is that Morrissey? <laughs> no, lotion. It's uh, oh, right. it's uh, Buffalo Bill from uh, Sign of the Lambs. Oh, is it? Okay. It so, rubs the lotion on its skin. <laughs> that. I don't know what you're talking about. But but neither do I. I'm so it's afraid. the serial killer. No, I know it, it is. When he's got the poor woman about. trapped in the thing, he yeah. throws the cream down. Oh, yes. And when she's trying to engage skin. him as a human, thinks she'll get out. Uh, he goes, yeah. it grabs the lotion yeah. on its skin. Yeah. I find you a bit frightening when you're doing it's that. It's meant to be. It's a serial oh, killer. Okay. Called acting, Tim. Um, we're going to find out. There's a quiz on the internet which claims to tell you which album you are. Okay. As a person, oh, okay. Right? That's quite a good and, idea. And you said low, and I can't do it with both of you. Which Bowie album? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it could be any. I could be oh, like a Street Boys album, but you mean Bowie? Well, you are, so, oh, okay, but I did okay. that separately. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> And, right, which of these statements would you say most describes you? I enjoy new experiences. I don't like meeting people. I like expanding my circle of friends. I don't like meeting people. I think we knew that from what you mm. said. Um, which of these do you most agree with? I like a challenge. I like familiarity. I like to mix things up. I like familiarity. Okay. Uh, which of these phrases do you most like to think of yourself when you're attending a party? I hope people like me. These people bore me. I'm the most interesting person here. The music is awful. It's a weird selection of reactions. I mean, that's kind of a strange... Uh, yeah. so I hope it... people like me. These people bore me. The music is awful. Probably the music is awful. Okay. Uh, probably the also, <laughs> these people bore me, sure. No, no, people don't tend to bore me because if people bore me, I walk away from them or I leave the party. Yeah, that's not down as a I know. thing. So we can't option, do that. Okay. That's what um, your friends, which you've learned is just basically David and I, are organising a birthday party for you. Oh, it's What would you, Mr. David, what would your ideal scenario be? A surprise party, an intimate evening with your closest friends, a mental night out with your lunatic best friend, It David. would be absolutely none, none of, of the above. None of the above. I mean, which were, they, which were the ones? Surprise party. You're going to have to go for intimate party. Intimate evening with your closest friend. No, 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 because I'll be honest with you, I'd rather have a surprise party with a bunch of people I didn't have to engage with than have an intimate... (laughs) Okay, we're getting there. How do you prefer to spend your evenings? Clubbing, at home watching telly, at the gym? At home watching telly. Uh, Like everyone. Yeah. What sort of literature do you like to read? Fiction, non-fiction, newspapers cut up and rearranged. Right. It's got a bit Bowie obvious. I think think they're steering this in the direction of the last one. Um, Fiction, non-fiction, newspapers. You know, I can't... I like both. I don't. Re- I don't like reading newspapers cut up and weird ways. He likes that apart. Uh, okay, I'll song. go with fiction rather than okay. non-fiction. Then, but I do like. Non-fiction. Okay, which of these music would you prefer? Modern classical, like Philip Glass, rock and roll, drum and bass. Probably modern classical. Wow, interesting. Which sort of food do you prefer to eat? Meat, vegetarian. I'm not really a food person, to be honest, it says, just to add a bit of flavour. <laughs> well, that's, that's that person yeah, telling it literally says, probably, I'm not really a food person, well, to it, be honest. Well, interesting moral quandary raised it because when you say prefer... I would right. eat It's just an meat. internet quiz, John. No, never mind. But I would prefer to be vegetarian because mm. morally I think that's the right choice, okay. but mm. I eat meat. Morally and indeed Morrissey. So I would <laughs> prefer to eat Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that down as vegetarian. Which sort of place would you rather go on holiday? A former Eastern Bloc country off the beaten track. We know where this is going. Cottage in the home counties, a luxury Caribbean retreat. Genuinely, A, a former Eastern Bloc country. Done. Mm. I would love that. We're nearly there. Yeah. If you're at a gig, where do you usually stand? At the back, observing everyone, in the middle, enjoying the music, in the mosh pit? Well, it depends on who it is. But last, the last couple of gigs I've seen I really enjoyed, uh, I went to see the Sex Pistols when they reformed, okay, yeah. and I went down in the mosh pit there. Let's do that. Well, that was, when did the Sex Pistols reform? That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. 
No. I don't get a lot of gigs. No, I, no. You know, do you know what I like going to gigs? I went to see Taylor Swift recently. Oh, well, yes. But I was in, I was in a celebrity enclave. I thought you weren't in a right. mosh pit. Right. No, no, there wasn't really a mosh pit. There wasn't really a mosh no, pit. For, but when I went to see Sparks, I was at the back and Sparks were amazing. So what is the answer? There isn't really an answer. This I've is a pointless waste I've of time. Okay. Mosh pit. Okay. Well, I think it must be it. If it's a band I really enjoyed, I'd be down by the mosh pit. I've got it. Do we have to guess what the album is now? I'm gonna yeah. Once I get it, I'm, I'm gonna pretty see. sure it's one from the Berlin trilogy. No, well, I don't think so. The most this might help. You're going. You're no, going. That would be ones. observing from the age. Oh, you're going know. for a haircut. Yeah. What are you going to ask for? A mullet dyed a vivid colour. No. Bleached blonde. Sensible short back and sides. I'd probably go. Oh, well, I wouldn't choose any of them. But Tim, I'd have to go for you sensible could. short cut and sides then. Okay. That's you said good. Uh, well, that's you're, getting ready for, you're getting ready for a night out, Jonathan. Yeah. How are you going to dress? Like a member of the opposite sex. Very formally, casual, maybe a sweater and jeans. It says. Uh, of those three, I would, once again, if it was a preference, I would rather yeah. dress like a member of the opposite sex, honestly, yeah. given the options there. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to put down. Which, what colour would you paint in your living room? Blue, blue, electric blue. You can see what Bright yellow or silver? I'd probably go with silver, those three, if I was redecorating. OK. This is so many fucking questions. We're there. We're there. Thank we now have the album... Which I, uh, I'm going to go for is your personality, a Bowie album. Yeah, I'm not reading a lot into this. I'm, honest with you. I'm surprised you didn't ask me for my bank details. As well. <laughs> it sounded to me like this was just a sting. Well, that comes now, yeah. I think. What do you uh, think it is, Dave? Well, I think it's Heroes. No, I suspect they're going to give me, from that, I Ooh. think they'll give me Let's Dance. Okay, this has worked out really, really well because they've given you, Jonathan, low. Yeah. Your favourite album. It's amazing. Well, that, that is good. So, yeah. It's like a trick, isn't it's it? A, I think maybe the phone just listens in advance. And when you're talking, you go, I wonder if it'll give my favourite album low. And the phone goes, low. Yeah, you yeah. are all low. That. I mean, seriously, yeah. I want to do it, but I don't think on the podcast. Uh, so maybe we have to do We could afterwards. do it. Let's do it afterwards. We could do yeah, it and not record it and just come up. Yeah, that's what I mean by not oh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 There, is, there is a world outside. If you, yeah. Is there? Yeah, you're like if, Madonna. Can I, can truth, I, not dead, whatever it's called. Can I ask a question for you? She says, there is no life for I you. I'll tell you how many times <laughs> I've heard that this week. <laughs> can I ask Madonna. a question for the non-speaking member of the team here? For Bella, is this about the least fun you could possibly have? Listening to three men doing an internet quiz about a musician that you don't even like very much? <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right answer. She no, you see? Yeah, right answer. <laughs> yeah, no, she does. Absolutely. Don't you, Bella? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Can we play Fill Your Hearts, Tiny, Tiny Tim's version of Fill Your Heart? Yeah. Which uh, you will know is on Hunky Dory and it's by Biff, whatever his name was, Biff Rose. But this is a cover by Tiny Tim. Fill your heart with love today. Don't play the game of time. Things that happen in the past happen. But you know what, though? Hunky Dory has two tracks on it which. I would probably skip on a fairly regular basis. It would be that What's one that? and Kooks. Oh, I, I would skip them. Yeah. No, they're good, but they're twee. Bit twee. Yes. I agree it's a bit twee, but I like Fill Your Heart. I yeah, but they're I a bit like too twee. I, like I know, I, know I like them. Like, a particular Rick Wakeman's piano. It's like on a Beatles album, there's certain tracks oh, no, that slip, slip, even though they're all great course. tracks. No, but no, well, we've said before, I, I certainly said the Hunky Dory of the classic... Ten year period is my least favourite. I mean, I know you like you, you like I the kind like of because you're that. you're essentially trapped in a kind of sixteen year old goth phase, David. Me, so yeah. you like all the Mad Men and stuff like that. I do love all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it's but very, it's not I find it, it's it's no, 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 it's Mad Men the world, but it's very heavy handed. It's yeah. so heavy handed. Yeah. It's like the melody. It's quite juvenile writing. I love the lyrics. Whereas you guys were talking with some degree with a lack of expertise. I felt about Black Country Rock. And hang on a minute. Well, you knew the lyrics, and he didn't seem to appear to have ever heard it before. I just didn't get. Picked a peck of, no, peck of peppers in it. It's the Bolan. Ride a pack of serum, yeah. west of Bolan, black and stuff. I don't know the lyrics or anything, <laughs> but I know more than you two. Here's the thing. I always thought, and I, I believe I am mistaken here, but I assumed that was about Black Sabbath. Really? Black country rock. Yeah, oh, I see I what see. you're saying. And it's got a heavier riff. 
Well, it's probably yeah. It might be yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. imagine that being the beginning of a Sabbath track. Yeah, that's but I don't I think, think it's actually about. No, but them. I think you're right. Your Bolan interpretation is correct. Yes. And that's what Lady Star. You know, when you hear Lady Stardust and you think of that Bolan thing was quite big for him. So yeah, well, they were close friends, of course. Yeah. Now here, let's get back to what we were talking about right. before the show because I want to get this off my chest with you, Tim. You were mm. you were both talking about uh, Morris's theory about him having a uh, right. what he called a homosexual period in his career and then a heterosexual period in his career. Yeah, we, were t- we weren't approving it. We but were just but Tim agreed with it. Tim said it made sense. I said I think there was something to it. I'll tell you what he was doing in that 80s period, what he was doing. He turned his life on. He wanted to make some money. He yes. wanted commercial success. Mm. And he deliberately sat down with Niles and he gathered a bunch of people around him and said, let's write some hits. Yes. Niles has even gone on record saying, he said to me, I want to be Phil Collins. Yes. He wanted to yes, have that level. Yeah, because he on your have, show, Phil was very disparagingly on your show, and obviously I, I like Phil Collins yeah. to some extent because I'm a Genesis fan, out and proud. On your show, uh, the one that we were just talking about, he very, very disparagingly says, my Phil Collins years. Yeah, yeah. He talks about them as I if think, they were the I worst think, thing You know ever. what I suspect that is, is I think that's him looking back afterwards and saying, okay, mm. you, it's all very well, you know, when you do something which is seen as, you might yourself see as less artistically valid but mm. more crassly commercial, mm. you might think, oh, I wish I'd done that. But I suspect that in terms of his emotional health and his financial acumen, he yeah. was thrilled he did do that. Peter Gabriel once told me uh, that Peter Gabriel did this album, if I think it was his last album, it was an album of covers called Scratch My Back. And his whole plan was, he was going to do two albums, one called Scratch My Back and the other was called Scratch My Back Again or something. And he did, he did all these covers and the idea was that the that the artist was then going to cover his tracks. I think I may okay. have said this oh, yeah. to you. And so he did a cover of Heroes, he does. Okay. And then he told me that he sent it to David, expecting that David would say, well, now I'm going to do Salisbury Hill or whatever. David just didn't reply. Huh. <laughs> why why he was nothing back from David. Why, why, why would you want to? Did he well, then go email and say, no, this is Scratch My Back, yeah, Scratch yeah, Yours, so you, you yeah, reply now. Yeah. Yeah. Morrissey would have done it was called Scratch My Balls <laughs> oh no you see well, so that's terrible but Jonathan like I'd say Let's Dance that album Let's Dance Let's your point, Dance which would be part of your Phil Collins I love that album yeah I was going to say do you see that as no, part I love of that the album. classics I love China Girl uh, yeah that's absolutely yeah. part of it I mean I think I, I think I prefer Bowie's version of China Girl to Iggy's version of China Girl but right. I love both versions I loved that period when Bowie came back because it felt to me like he was doing stuff which was you could listen to and enjoy and sing along with, yes. which is a crucial part. You forget, you know, people don't forget, but he wrote some amazing tunes. You know, and that's I, really I, I, why it stands. Yeah, of course. That's the, you know, I mean... I think um, I've said this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've yeah, said this many said times. I said this at the Brighton Conference, as Mike Yarl would used to say when he did his impression of Jim Keller. <laughs> but I've said many times that one of the things that's misunderstood about Bowie is... All the stuff about him being a shapeshifter and pushing the boundaries yeah. of fashion and, and gender, whatever, is all very good, but it would be meaningless without the fact that he wrote brilliant, brilliant songs. But where he, you know who he would be? He would be Jabriath if he was not a brilliant, brilliant I, I would, singer-songwriter. I would happily be Jabriath. You would happily be Jabriath. Here's yeah. the thing. Um, but Bowie, when he first started, of course, was writing songs for other people. You know, he'd yes, send songs yeah. to Peter Noon and people like that. You know, yeah, that was yeah, what yeah. he Herms wanted Hermits to be the old Tim Pan Alley yes. sort of stuff. Hermes Hermits did Oh You Pretty Things. Yeah. And, which, considering Peter Noon's teeth at the time. Because Bowie, well, I, I like it for Davey, Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what? I like it. I like right. it. Bowie, won't they? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know what? It is no. not impossible because some of the early. I like the way you so... run your fingers through my hair. Yeah, I like it. Da, 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 some of the early novelty tracks could have been that. I like that period, though. I like London Boys. I like. Well, some I've come oh, to yeah. like it very much. I've come to like in the heat of the uh, morning. Well, I tell you why I like. It, of course, is I'm quite. An, I'm not anywhere near as big a fan as Danny Baker, but I'm an Anthony Newley fan as well. Mm. Stop the world in that period. Right. Matter of fact, I'm meant to bring an album in. I've got an album. I went to bring him for you, which you'd have enjoyed seeing. I bought it the other day. It's an album, and he wrote it. It was uh, he'd just come off the huge success of Stop the World. I want to get off on Broadway, where he was kind of king Anthony of Broadway Newley. for a while. Yeah, Anthony Newley. Yeah. You know, uh, which had what kind of fool am yeah. I? Yeah. Where you got that Bowie kind yeah. of operatic yeah, yeah, style yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, the sleeve notes in this album, I'll tell you the name of the album, which is so perfectly of its time. Sleeve notes were written by Joan Collins, whom he was married to at yeah, the time. Of course. And he said, after the success of uh, Stop the World, uh, Anthony Leslie and myself decided to go off to the Bahamas to recuperate. So it's Leslie Bacuse. Of course, who's right, another way. Right. And they said, while well, after a while, the boys got tired of signing themselves and being served cocktails. So they came up with this idea for a jolly wump of a comedy album. And the album's called Fool Britannia. Right. <laughs> and it's got, it's those two. It's Anthony Newley, Joan Collins, and Peter Sellers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, 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 come and have a listen. But so it's amazing. like, so, you know, there, there is that period where uh, Anthony Newley. What was the name of Anthony Newley's show that people go on about? I think I was Gurney's gonna... The Strange World of Gurney Slack. Yes, Strange World of Gurney Slack. Yeah, I've got I, it on VHS here. Somewhere. I was going to buy it because uh, you can get it at the BFI. And then it's I watched good. a bit of it on YouTube and I thought, this looks like after about five minutes, you think, shut up. Actually, the only show Stop I really want to get hold of, but they only, I think there's only about five minutes. There's an ITV back in the day, I think it was ATV actually, for ITV. They produced a sci fi series about the time when Doctor Who was the big hit called The Corridor People. The current, oh, the, 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 like people. the tomorrow right. people, but you know, slightly yeah. low budget. Low budget. Yeah, yeah, I that. And yeah. you, you can see that I think it's about a minute or two yes. minutes before you just yeah, yeah, love to set those down. It's Ooh, got the corridor. I'm going to look that up. The, the corridor, corridor people. What, what happens in the corridor? They, I don't know. Corridor? They've lost it. No one knows. Really? No one remembers. It looked like it was that kind of like high camp, almost Avengers style. The tomorrow people, people will know, had the drummer from Flintlock in it. I did not know that. The music. Have you seen the thing? Have you seen the episode of Tomorrow People? You're sure it's where one of them they're going to a fancy dress party. One of them's put on a Nazi uniform. And the computer tells him off and goes, Tim, what are you doing? I'm going to a party. It's only a bit of fun. No, Tim, that is not fun. Many wow. people, yeah, it's like that. He tells wow. him off on okay. kids' TV. He told him off. If, if only, only Prince Harry would be watching that. Yeah, there we go. That. Oh, my goodness, that's amazing. It's amazing. I've got a bit of the corridor people here, uh, and it just seems to be weird. It just seems is to it be. Oh, black and white. It's black and white. It. It's a waiter. There's not much happening, is it? Oh no! There's a there's a tape recorder inside in the punch bowl. So sixties, yeah, so sixties, and they would have thought that was really high tech and interesting. Well, Miss Dallow, can't understand it. 
I just can't understand it. No. I can't understand it, mate. I can't understand it. <laughs> but, but, but back in that whole Duram period of, you know, I love that stuff, those early uh, tracks and the anti-Newly stuff. Yeah. In a way that, so you kind of might conclude, well, you love everything that's from Bowie, but I don't love the 80s and 90s. So there's something special about that period. It's not you know just... What? I, I don't they're think great songs, right? A lot of them, London yeah, Boys. And I think there probably would be, you know, we were talking about, what's the um, the one when he went drum and bass for a while, which obviously I hadn't Earthling. even... Uh, yeah. You listen to that, some of the stuff in that is quite good. It's you quite, think? It's quite yeah. nice to listen to. The only stuff I don't really I'm not big on... But even on the Blue Jeans album we were talking about, Never yeah. Let Me Go, there's one album he does on that, and he, does, and he did it live with Tina Turner. Do you know the song? Tonight. Did, tonight. That's and on the album, it sounds horrible because it's kind of cod reggae. Yeah. But the live version you with think Tina it's all right? Turner is no, it's better than all right. It's amazing. Well, that's all this it? new release. It's amazing. Oh. You know the, um, I don't know if we can say this, but you know the, the apocryphal perhaps, or the, certainly the, the legend that goes around, is that him and uh, Tina had spent the night together. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I've spent the night together. Yeah, yeah. And then lip readers have looked at what he says on stage because they're singing on stage and the crowd's going nuts because she's doing a live gig and he walks out and joins her on stage. Mm. And as he walks over, he says something like, I couldn't walk this morning or something. He says something to her which <laughs> right. would substantiate that theory. Wow. So what, his testicles were so... Well, so feeling. battered. So battered by two. I wonder what... Two I would, she was saved. She is simply the best. She well, is simply the best. Also, but yeah. I wonder how she would react. <laughs> how would anyone react to someone in mid-performance saying, I couldn't walk this morning? Would well, she say... We also she laughs. Yeah. She just oh, laughs. She laughs. Have we got it? Is it there? Yeah, have it's it. amazing. You should listen to that song because that's song where you think, I listen to yeah. thought, why don't I listen to this song more often? So I dug the album out and I thought, well, that's why I don't listen to more often because the album version isn't very good. Oh, it's, it's really It's got that horrible cod reggae beat. I will see you in the sky tonight. Tonight. There. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I can't bit read, but there is a moment where he says something and then they hug. Yeah. If it is, I couldn't walk this walk. It's quite an extraordinary. It's, it's, John Updike, it's not who, exactly as you'll that. know, is my favourite author, yeah, yeah. describes the feeling in the testicles after you've had a very successful night of sex as a pearly ache. Wow. Which I think okay. is very beautiful. Right. And that, that's what David presumably was feeling. I've met a pearly king and queen. I've never seen a pearly Also, <laughs> isn't that on the Metropolitan line? Um, <laughs> no, it's one of David Barry's early songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one of Tony Newby was. I, um... I got a pearly ache. What kind of pearly ache? <laughs> Uh, well, maybe he did. I mean, I don't know how much he was a sort of... He, was a Mick Jack, he wasn't quite Mick Jagger, was he, Bo? He never really let us into that. They how slept much together, he... apparently, though, didn't they? Right, they called that. Angie, they slept together. Yes, but Angie yeah, says but... a lot of things. Yeah. I don't Actually, know how I'm much he... Met... Morwenna, by the way, has agreed to be Angie, if you ever want to call her. Oh, we should definitely do that. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that next one. Yeah. Unless you want to. But I don't know, he now. was never that David's sort of... dead! <laughs> yeah, no, we've talked oh, about that. Of course you have. It's the greatest moment in the history of television. You watched that, right? David's dead! My God. And then New York... From the uh, reality show, which yeah, is yeah. with Flavor Flav loses yeah. her shit. Yeah. Is that her Tiffany, her name is? Tiffany, which yeah, is from Love in New York. York yeah, yeah. Because she yeah, thinks yeah. she means David Guest. It's I understand, the... because David Guest in there, she, no one else is thinking about David Bowie, but yeah. Angie's thinking about David Bowie 24 7. That's true. But also, Can we get back together? also, it's quite solipsistic of Tiffany not to think, uh, might there be another David No, if, you're in a, if, I was, if I went out the room and came back and you said Tim's dead, yeah. I wouldn't mm. think you're talking about Tim Berners Lee. <laughs> I think you meant fucking Tim Hinks, because I've just been talking to him. <laughs> Well, who, who else would you think of? It's the person you've been spending every day with. 
Well, you mean the, the man yeah, who invented the internet no, instead? No, if you were married to someone called, had been married famously to someone called Tim, but she I might have she thought, if you were married to Tim Berners-Lee... young, self-involved reality star. She's no, not she thinking about know. someone else's emotional landscape. But I, I promise you, if you had been long married to Tim Berners-Lee, I'd have thought, oh, when he means Tim Hicks or the guy who invented the internet. Boy can dream. <laughs> I mean, what a thing that would if be. If I'd have like. been married to him, he wouldn't have given the fucking internet Tim, away. Tim's dead. What? You don't mean Tim Berners-Lee. No, I mean Tim Hicks. I couldn't walk this morning. Do you mean Tim Hicks um, or Tim Berners-Lee? If it's Berners-Lee, I'm counting the party. <laughs> I'm sure you'd both When he died, we had some rice on his forehead. That's the last we heard. Gen- the doctor, well, it turned out not to be rice. The doctor said it was a very bad case Genuinely, of rice-itis. If I did die, you'd both be affected by that, wouldn't you? Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, I, I'll, I mean, Kim, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't. You, you wouldn't? I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. Not even that we've done I, this. I'd be so, I'm sorry when anyone dies, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't, no. it wouldn't, it wouldn't you be like, well, we did this podcast the other day, I can't no. believe he's really. No. It would, I would say I would, it would be a minor note of interest in the conversation yeah. I would have once. Wow. Say, you know that bloke said they die. Yeah. People die. I, I mean, I'll be honest That's with you. That's amazing. I'll be honest with you. It is possible that if, I, if this did happen and yeah. in a little while... And I called Jonathan, I bumped into Jonathan, yeah. and I said, oh, Tim died, he might say Tim who? I would yeah. say Tim Berners-Lee. He's dead. <laughs> Tim Ber- don't you pull that Tim one, you've already told me that one. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell don't anyone tell Tim anyone. died. That's, 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 that's no, the big I hope you don't die soon, but if you yeah. do, it's not If it doesn't sound like you care either way, to be honest. No, I think not that's really, no. fairly clear. No. Yeah. But okay. you know, he is a hermit. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't, when, like, when, doesn't like people, don't forget. Waiting so for enlightenment. Hermit's hermit over here. Peter Noon, as we've said. Day in, day out. Day in. I would say Day is out. my least favourite Bowie song ever. You've it's said the, that before, yeah. but yes. But I don't wonder if Jonathan Why? had it. Is there one that you? I don't mind that song particularly. It's not a bad. Do song. You? No, I don't. I don't particularly like it, but I don't mind. Well, I mean, okay. So we're discounting all of Tim Machine presumably because they're seen as sort of joint works. Okay. Well, here's the question: we, we do in fact have some listeners, uh, and I've often wondered because I can't get through them. If someone maybe out there could do me the favour of listening to the Tin Machine albums mm. and finding there surely is one song that isn't shit. Mm. Oh, I used to oh, no, like... no, there are a couple. Look, I've got them on... I'll tell you how I listen to them. I find the only way I can approach them is I put them on a bow place and they come up and shuffle occasionally. Right. But they always sound to me like it's someone trying to do something else and it yeah. always sounded to me like they were trying to do Nine Inch Nails or they were trying to do something... Yes. You know, they were trying yeah, to do Nine Inch Nails, yeah. Or also Pearl Jam. If yeah. they were trying to be like yeah. a grunge young band, it was just a weird... Bus Stop? Remember that song, Bus Stop? Is that one where it goes right-wing geeks? Bus Stop? I remember the, the tragic machine. appearance on Top of the Pops, though, where they were trying to be all laddish and fun, and one of them is playing the guitar with a big chunk of lard. Yeah. Oh, really? It's just embarrassing. Mark yes. and lard. It's just embarrassing. Also, no, the band Mark. don't look cool, do they? Reeves Gabe or whatever it is. It doesn't, yeah. They don't look cool. No, no, no. So, they don't. Tim, uh, you're a big fan of the Beatles. You're yes. a big fan he of the Beatles. Are they about to come in? No. Oh. Where do you stand? I love Wings. I love mm-hmm. Red Rose Speedway, although virtually impossible for me to pronounce, is a magnificent album. Yes. Love song I love. But yeah. where do you stand on Yoko? So I'm. You know, I've, she's just released a version of Imagine. Yes, and I. I and love Yoko. I, well, yeah. Have you heard the I've come around to like her. I've come around to like her. When I when there's this whole theory which I not claiming is original thought, but is that a whole generation of people and Britpop and everything. I'm a bit younger than you guys, I think. So um, what? Yeah, well that's mm-hmm. worth saying. Which means well, you certainly don't look all it. This, all these jokes about me dying. <laughs> you look the oldest of the you, three of us without any. I cannot you guys. state that clearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You are but a then, old, I, old I, fuck I, of a human I, being. I, but, but enough of this. <laughs> um, I, I um, uh, when he when he died, he was shot. Um, a whole generation got into the Beatles, right? And that's the first time I really started listening to them. Right. And the first thing I really listened to was Double Fantasy, which had a John song and a Yoko song. Yeah. And I used to quite like the Yoko song. I didn't really know anything about her. What she was so face value. I've never I listened to it. It's a double album. I've never listened to the whole no, album. No, it's a single album, but every other that's song. It's got Woman on it, isn't it? Yes. Woman. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. 
no hell. He lost. About us on this sky. This is what you what I have to say about that. It is exactly what I would imagine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, what you put on when you want people to leave. Yeah. However, don't worry, Kyoko Mummy's only looking for a hand in the beautiful. snow. It's a, well, I wouldn't say beautiful, but it's an amazing track. Yeah, it's amazing. It's but the yeah. problem with that track... And you can mash it up. If ever you're DJing... I've DJed twice. Yeah. Um, you can mash it up brilliantly. It goes great with other yeah, songs. Potato. Yeah, including... Mm. I, mashed, the mash, I, I mashed it up with um, <laughs> uh, a, a Madonna song once. Oh, amazing. Did you? Which one? It was American something. Was that one? Amer- yeah, yeah. I'm so keen to hear that. I asked her whether or not... Because I'm always interested in... I tell you what genuinely interests me more than most things is when you see a moment of someone of someone who means a lot to you and there's a moment in their life which almost crystallises their fame in that way so you would think about like you know you look at Bowie and you see that sequence when he did the what was wouldn't have been called a pop video but when Mick Rock shoot him doing um, Gene Genie uh, Gene Genie no but the other one he did Life on Mars okay like, right, that right. amazing and you think what I'm always curious is They've just created something which is for the ages there. It's like the bit when they're, when they're at the house and they're doing with the white the piano. White piano. Doing, right. What did they do straight afterwards? Because for them, it's just a day. Yes. What did it bleed into? And I asked yes. her, I said, what do you do the rest of the day? Mm-hmm. Can't remember what she said now, but it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. It was, I think oh. it was a fairly normal day. I did have a great night out with Mick Rock once. Did you? I, mean, I went out to see the Yeah, 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 so I was a big fan of them. This was yeah, before yeah. they were famous. They'd only had an EP out, and I really want to see this band. Because I'm often more interested in new bands than old bands anyway. It's like mm. I went to see the Rolling Stones... Twice. Once I only went because Nick Cage was in town. He wanted me to get him tickets, so I thought, mm. I'm going to go out for a night with Nick Cage. Mm. It was a great fun evening, but I didn't mm. particularly want to see the Stones, who I've grown to quite like now. I, I hated them when I was growing up. But um, wow. uh, I saw the Stones at a tiny gig they did at the Astoria, and I went to see it. But the only reason Jane and I wanted to go was because the Thrills were opening for them, right. and we really wanted to see the Thrills live. I love the Thrills. And the Thrills were great, yeah. and then... The Rolling Stones kept everyone waiting too long, in my opinion. And when they came on, they started doing lots of late period tracks. And we said, should oh, we go? No, so we just left yeah. and went home. We only saw about three tracks. I'm still interested in what John and but, Yoko did after the... Well, check it. I'll we find my interview I did with them. We, but, we used it in the show. Have yeah. you heard No Bed for Beetle John? This is much more what you call sort of avant-garde. It's basically her in bed in hospital. And I think they had a very tragic miscarriage, right? And so they're in bed. And she's reading a list of things that have basically happened. Beetle John Lennon lost his hospital bed yesterday to a patient. It happened at Queen Charlotte's Hospital, London, where John was keeping visual in the room. I mean, to be and honest, John what, starts what singing I like about that is, it's I think we all do that, don't we? I mean, we all sometimes yeah. think, yeah. what if we just sung yeah. what was happening in yeah. our Look, lives? One yeah. of right right like being here on my own, I often do, I do quite a lot of dancing here, yeah. and I sing to myself quite a lot, and I would yeah. just sing, I can't find the piece I need, <laughs> yes. a tiny piece, one millimetre by four millimetres, why does the spring not work on Thunderbirds too? <laughs> See, if, really you, and if you were a Japanese woman, and it was 1969, you would, that would be an art hit. Yeah. Meaning, well, I mean, I'm going to so speak a little, but I'm not very good. I, I, yet. I don't know if anyone wants to join in with this, but I think we're saying, I feel we've done all we can here on the podcast. I think it's been highly serviceable. Oh. I'm enjoying this about as much as when Bowie did Baal. <laughs> and you know, we were well, so looking forward to Bowie doing Baal. No, I didn't enjoy it at all. Because Scott Walker, who I'm a huge fan of, Bowie was a fan of as well. I talked to Bowie about Scott Walker once. Yes, we talked about him last on the last podcast. Yeah. But my then, theory that late Bowie's very influenced by Scott Walker. Maybe so, but 
but I think but Bowie was. Did you see the Scott Walker documentary where Bowie talks about Scott Walker's late yeah, latest I albums? So, yeah. And he talks about he just basically says he more or less says without being quite as curt or rude. He said it's unlistenable. Oh, he says that too. Was, yeah, uh, yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah, interesting because yeah. I say on the last podcast I think Bowie. In the time of sort of outside, no, was Bowie very always had Bowie always had a commercial songwriter's kind yeah. of ear buried somewhere, yeah, which Scott doesn't. But the interesting thing about Scott is, and I tell you, I spoke to Jules Holland because I was a huge Scott Walker fan, and he went on later with Jules Holland once in that period. And of course, Scott Walker would genuinely became a kind of religious hermit for a yes. period and left it all. And he came on, and I said, I said, but Jules, I said, did they rehearse? And I said, yeah, but I said it's just a racket. And then he said, no, no. He said when they're rehearsing. He stopped the rehearsal one stage and told one of them off because they'd slapped a flannel, flannel against a kettle drum at the wrong time. Yeah. It was something like that. So yeah. it was yeah. weird, no, but, but he just done it slightly I, wrong. Yes. So to Scott Walker, it seemed to make no, perfect on the last, sense. On the last podcast, yes. I played footage of the pig, the, the dead pig that someone is punching wow. on uh, his song Clara, which is about Benito Mussolini's widow. And Scott stops the punching of the pig. It's just some engineer with glasses on, I mean, the headphones on, and he's punching this old dead pig. Morrissey would hate the whole He'd thing. He'd hate it. He'd hate it. And, and he says, no, no, he's got to be more boom, but a boom, boom, less boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. I mean, that's someone there. I mean, that's what we would call a Kanye moment. Yeah, it is a bit quite Kanye. Yeah, when yes, someone's gone a bit too far and they've got no one around to say, come back to us. Yeah, I'd call it a crackling yes. moment. A what? And on that note, a crackling moment. I don't think that's the note you want to be remembered for. <laughs> well, it isn't. It absolutely isn't. But yeah, well, I just Skinner, want to, Frank Skinner was in the room. I just wanted to end the whole thing. Very <laughs> good. That's kind of Frank Skinner with a little bit of... Darren Brown. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, and well, thank you, Jonathan, who's been a marvellous guest yes. on these thank two you, episodes. Oh, I feel like I haven't so much been a guest as a host because I let you into my space. That's true. He's yeah, been a host and a guest. For, incredibly, for a hermit, you've been incredibly hospitable. Yeah, you have. Now get out of my cave. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.